Luca. Remember that name when we're talking about Pennsylvania. It is 10.06. I'm your host, Gary Nolan, and uh, you can get me at uh, GaryNolan.com or you can call at 800-529-5572. The voters in Pennsylvania voted for DeLuca in his race. DeLuca apparently died some time ago. But they voted for him anyway. If you'll vote for a dead person... <laughs> I mean, you, we, didn't we do that here in Missouri, Brian? Uh, the uh, Carnahan uh, race uh, way back when uh, Governor Carnahan uh, died in the plane crash... And uh, let's see, what was the deal behind that house? Oh, his that? wife, they, they, did they put his wife up? Yes, his wife uh, took over in the interim. And I'm trying to remember because it was so long ago. And I wasn't as well, close I mean, to politics back well, then. When you're wondering what's going on and thinking voters are just not sometimes very bright. Remember that they voted for someone that had been dead for months, and they knew it. I mean... Well, they voted Oz, for Fetterman. Fetterman was a slam dunk. He was, he was still breathing. Yeah, but barely. Uh, let's see. I'm an older person, but I'm tired of people, uh, old people running. Trump, Hillary, Bernie, Biden. I'll be looking for someone more youthful in the next election. Uh, Jared, Sean Hannity is more to blame than Oz, uh, for Oz than Trump. He pushed Trump to support him, and Hannity ran all the negative attacks, made up lies about the Republicans in the primary that was winning. Uh, to the phones. Oh, you know what else? This marijuana thing passed yesterday? Prop 3? What? It passed? What the hell are people thinking? We have just enshrined into our state constitution, the dumbest marijuana law in the entire country. It will take money that was going to veterans away from veterans. And it will enshrine in the constitution a limit of how many ounces of marijuana the government will let you have. We'll let you have it, but not an ounce more. Now, what will happen when the federal government, and they inevitably will, say, you know what? We've been wrong about this marijuana thing for decades. We're just going to get out of the anti-marijuana business. We're going to let people grow it, smoke it, eat it, whatever they want to do. When that happens, the federal government will have released, you know, kind of let the release the hounds. Go do what you want to do. But in the state of Missouri, we, because of this stupid constitutional amendment, will be limited to the number of ounces people, ounces people can have. What in the hell is the matter with voters? Louie, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Oh, very well, thank you. Good morning and enjoying the show. Uh, I'm really waiting for tomorrow when uh, you get all the political people on there. Uh, I think the voters are the best political minds, though, when they're on target. <laughs> but that's how we do it. We vote for who we believe and why we believe, if we have any kind of thinking going on at all. And I think there was quite a bit of thinking. I believe that yesterday's results were pretty much what we should have expected, except for a couple of quirks. And I think it's the best thing that could have happened because now 
the Republicans have to face themselves and say, we better get our blank together. Because if we don't, we're going to be all messed up for the next generation. And I've been waiting for somebody to knock on the hard heads of some of these Republican rhinos. Why not get them shaken up? Because this is it. This is our future, but it's not as that one caller put it, or the one writer put it. It's not about old people here anymore. The same, same, same old churning mill. We've got to innovate and get refreshed. If we do that, then I think everything's good for America. If we don't, we'll just have one side dominate, another eventually gets back in office, they dominate, and we won't have a real system of collaboration that Americans like you, like me, like everybody who goes out there and votes, we just want to have a decent life. All of us. We don't have a label. We have American inside of us. So that's my beef. That's my goal for tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So let's see how we do. Go for yeah. it. All right, Louie. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I just want people to be free. I want people to be free. This country excelled at everything when we were free. When the government didn't tell you what medicine you could have, when they didn't seize as much of your pay as they could, when they didn't create a, a government program that interfered with your health care, when we didn't regulate everything that anybody does, we were highly successful. We were the envy of the world. Europeans used to look at Americans and and think, you know, uh, you know, that we're living such an ostentatious life where we got big cars and big chrome and big houses and all kinds of gadgets and gizmos that they never, that they didn't have. We got wide streets and, uh, I mean, just everything about America was the best. Now, we've taken all that away. I just want people to be free again. Everything that the Democrats have done, every damn thing the Democrats have ever done has been bad for America. They've driven up the cost of manufacturing. They've driven up the cost of labor. They've driven up the cost of education. They've driven up the cost of health care. They've literally reduced the amount of available health care. They've taken money out of your paycheck. They're hurting the poor and the middle class all the while pretending to be supporting the poor and the middle class. They're picking winners and losers. They're increasingly the party of the elite. And yet, Democrats get elected. To the phones, down to Springfield. Mary, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Well, depressed today. I can't understand how some people don't listen to talk radio or watch conservative TV, and they have no clue what's going on, and they vote in these people. I'm just speechless. I just, I know Trump got a lot done in spite of the picking on that he got. I've been a supporter, but I'm so... Yeah. Mary, we're losing your signal. I don't know why. It's all garbly. Uh, but I did get enough of it to understand your disappointment. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Rick, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? 
Good, Gary. You know, I understand that in Boone County, Missouri, as probably most counties uh, nationwide, uh, what, less than 51% turned out of the registered voters. And that means that in Springfield, Missouri, in Columbia, Missouri, voters, you still think that your food comes from the grocery store. It's brought in by diesel trucks, but it's produced by equipment with diesel. And there's already, for months now, been shortages of diesel fuel around Washington, D.C. and to the Northeast. Um, You know, I don't know whether to say thank you for staying home because you're so uninformed or to cuss at you for being so uninformed that you didn't do the right things and, you know, help to curb what's going on in the District of Communism. I mean, District of Columbia. So, well, thank you, Gary. All right, Rick. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, we're up against the clock. Quick break and the shortest break of the hour. So we'll do that and come back and chat with you. Your observations, I'm curious. What do you think about what happened here in the state of Missouri and nationally? It's the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 1019, 1020, really. Uh, Glad to have you with us. 874-9390, toll free 800-529-5572. I want to address the whole voting thing. Uh, we talked about the mail-in votes. I, I, I absolutely despise mail-in voting. Get off your damned ass and go down there and vote. Uh, then you have to wait until all of the dust is settled, until you've learned everything there is to learn. Then you go vote. And you don't end up with, you know, Fetterman-like candidates. Although, you know, voting for a dead person in Pennsylvania is, that doesn't mean uh, waiting will solve all the problems. But I think that's a major problem. The other thing is, and I look at Maricopa County, and I think, how could you have been caught flat-footed? How could you possibly have, especially with the attention that Donald Trump threw at the election in Arizona, how could you possibly have not tested every machine, every bit of software, and everything there to make sure that it works? How could, uh, were you caught off guard? Were you, you know, like thinking one day, geez, it's, uh, it's really nice to have the, the day off. There, there, what, an election? Oh, my God, get the machines out. How could you not have been prepared? All this does is make people who don't trust the election not trust it more. And why are we still waiting to find out who won what where today. We should have known this by midnight last night. Never used to be like this, did it? No, it was not like this. So something has changed between well, it, mail-in you know, 2016 voting. and... Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. But even those, you should be able to count those quickly. Why is it any different? Because well, you have to is, open an envelope? Is the date right on the envelope? Uh, did Is this, uh, you know, did they sign it? Is it, I mean, there are all kinds of stupid things going on out there. And it's the Democrats that push this. Oh, you know, motor voter registration and all that nonsense was the lead up to this. We need to make some changes. 
and and they and they require people going to vote. I know a lot of well, I'm going to be working. Well, that's life in the big city. You didn't make it. You didn't get to vote. But by having this mail-in vote, you're screwing the pooch here. People are voting before they even know what's going on. I'm going to go to the phones. Chris is on the line. Chris, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Gary. Hey, yes, um, that's amendment. That's amendment three. Um, uh, I just, I think it brings us in line with the Bible. Oh. And I can explain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, well, we have legalization of gay marriage, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, the Bible says if one man should lay with another, he should be stoned. And so far, I mean, that's what Amendment 3 says. I see what he did there. Yeah, very clever. Give me a second. Yeah, he should be stoned. I would have been quicker, but I was stoned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how that passed. I really don't. If people just don't understand that piece of legislation, and it was a terrible, terrible deal. Yeah, bad, bad, bad legislation, but um, it, it's just, you know, I, I, I just believe we're just, you know, Rome is Rome is uh, at our doorstep, I guess is, is the best I can say. Yeah, it's burning. All right, Chris, yeah. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, you just, you just, you can't wrap your head around how stupid people can be. You know, you know how we have that meme, Brian, you're too stupid? Yes. Maybe a lot of voters are. I'm thinking you're right. But they ought to be, you know, they ought to suffer the consequences of their stupidity. It's just that now they're, we're going to all suffer with them. Bill, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Well, you saw, you saw how things went in Florida, Texas, and Missouri where the, the uh, voting was highly regulated. And the governors that went in there fixed the voting. I knew that, doc, that Dr. Oz wouldn't win. He wasn't that great a candidate, and they didn't fix Pennsylvania. And I don't think they'll ever fix Pennsylvania, and they have similar problems in Georgia. But I'll give you a – you was talking about a while ago, and you just talked about the diesel fuel shortage, or this guy called in. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to tell you about that. I have a niece who's a Democrat, and she's been Googling to see why the diesel fuel costs so much for her pickup trucks. And when told by her brother, well, you voted for the Democrats. They say fake news. It's got to be on Google somewhere why the diesel fuel is so expensive. <laughs> but it just tells you they are too stupid to vote. And they won't. It doesn't matter what it is. If they think they're a Democrat, they're going to vote Democrat no matter how bad, how dumb, how sick how the dead. Democrat is. Yeah. Listen, they're not really stupid. I, I think that was kind of a cheap shot, and I apologize for that. They're not well, stupid. Well, let's say ignorant. They're let's ignorant. say ignorant. Right. And I don't mean that in a, you know, as a pejorative. I, it just means they're not well-informed. They're ignorant. All they're right, ignorant. Bill, thank you for a little common sense. Always glad to hear from you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Gene, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Good, Gary. Uh, two quick things. Neither one pleasant. Uh, uh, I would like to encourage your listeners to, regardless of what your thoughts are about Trump, even if you love Trump, we have to realize that Trump is probably not reelectable. But even if he was, the amount of baggage that he's going to carry through the next four years that he would be in there of 
the whole January 6th thing, all the investigations, all the stupidity that's going to go along with it. We're not going to accomplish anything as Republicans if we have to babysit all the messes he's made. So he did do a lot of good things while he was in there. If he had kept himself baggage-free, I'd love to see him run again. But I would, I'd love to see somebody like you, Gary, that has a platform, start an online petition where people can go and sign stating, hey, we really need Trump to move on. I, that's the only way I can think he could possibly see, you know, if you could get well, 50 or 100 million signatures saying, this is, this is past your time, he might step back. Because I'm telling you, if he doesn't step back, we're going to have another Ross Perot. He's going to he's going to ruin the whole thing and give it to the Democrats again. Other thing I would say is uh, this is bad news, but I think it's true. Whether we can so- stop things momentarily for a while, a blue wave is coming because the leftist side gives stuff to lazy people, and the lazy people are increasing more all the time. We've given our kids to the leftist schools for for generations now. And we have all these people that think they should get everything for free. Even if we can hold it for a a short time longer, it's going to go to the lazy side sooner or later. And my suggestion is prepare yourself, prepare your family. Don't depend on the government. Get yourself out of the cities because what you see with all these ridings in cities, when we become like Greece and we turn the people's checks off, they're going to burn the cities down, man. It's it's not going to be good. Uh, it's, It's not good news, but that's the way I see it. At the close of every program, I lay, I lay out a heartfelt admonition that whatever it is in life that you want, you go out and get it. That you not wait for the government to drop it in your lap. That you make it happen. That you seize the day. And I mean it. Don't wait for the government. The government's not going to help you. The government's going to screw you. Even if they're helping you now, they're hurting you down the road. If they spend, if you're thinking, oh, good, the government's going to send me a check. Understand that you're going to pay interest on that check, and it's going to be horrible. You know, we got all that money from Biden. He's sending out all these checks, and, and Trump sent them out, too. Well, looky here. We got thousands of dollars we didn't earn. Nothing was produced. Why, it's a gift. Right. But now when you go to the grocery store and you buy a dozen eggs and a gallon of milk and it costs you 100 bucks, you're paying the interest on that money. When the government gives you free anything, you're paying. It's it, you're paying for it. You're just not paying for it the same way. You're paying for it with higher taxes and higher prices. Government is not your friend. What is that Reagan quote? I'm from the government and I'm here to help. About the worst thing you can hear. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Your take on the election, it's your turn. Uh, Susie, more people in Missouri voted for that stupid number three because they didn't do any research. All they heard was you can smoke pot now legally. Sadly, it isn't the way, uh, th- sadly, that's the way a lot of people vote. Yep, it is. All right, callers, hang on the line. Uh, This is kind of a political free-for-all. I'm going to just sort of open this up. Uh, You can talk about state and local issues uh, or the federal, uh, the Senate and uh, House races, which we still don't. We should by now have had an answer, and we don't. what What a shame. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network.
is the Gary Nolan Show. 1035, glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. You know, this Georgia race, if it turns into a runoff, and I think it does, I actually tried to get on, um, in fact, I sent out messages to libertarians in Georgia the last time this happened uh, when they were going to the runoffs because the libertarians were, were going to sit out or, or vote Democrat. Um, and I was sending out a message, don't do that. Go vote for the Republican. You'll at least have some gridlock, uh, and that's the best thing you can have. Try to get them to to support the Republicans down there. Uh, it didn't happen. But if the libertarians in Georgia are actually paying attention, this would be the time to go ahead and vote for the Republican Walker. I, I, I don't think he's a great candidate. I don't think he's the brightest bulb in the chandelier. But at least you'd get gridlock. That's damage control. That's slowing, slowing. That's slowing down the uh, the advance that uh, we're experiencing from the uh, from the Democrats and Biden. Biden is going to take away the wrong message from all this. Biden's going to come away thinking, well, this turned out all right. It wasn't as bad as everybody said. I must be doing the right thing. Uh, that is not what we want. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, I just, uh, Brian, we were just talking about that one point advantage Johnson had, and, and it's this just been down. declared. Uh, Senator Johnson uh, in Wisconsin uh, is the projected winner. Uh, this would be a good thing. Uh, wow. All right. Uh, we're, we're edging closer to, <laughs> to that tie in Georgia. We'll see what happens in uh, in Arizona. All right, let me go to the phones. Uh, Tony in Fordland, welcome. How are you, Tony? Good morning. Well, um, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, my take on this is that there's one thing that neither party's talking about and conservatives really need to, demographics. So in this calendar year, well, in this, this vote, you had another 8 million voters came uh, at the age of 18 and registered to vote within this past election that we just saw yesterday. And apparently with 51% vote, more young people are coming out to vote than the older people. Now, whether you're just pessimistic and fed up with it and you're just not going to do it no more, you're causing more damage than you think by doing that and thinking that because the younger generation that's coming up are not quite as conservative or as conservative as, as a lot of people would like them to be. I mean, these are the born with a phone in your hand, kids. Uh, demographics need to be taken into account. I mean, another thing is, is this is also an example with this demographic point of view that I have, is uh, whether you love public schools or hate public schools or want to burn the public schools, it doesn't matter. If you don't start investing in some civics classes, we are producing groups of people that come out and all they vote is the headline, Amendment 3 example. Headline only. That's all they did. They told them that their friends were going to get out of jail for that weed, don't have to go to court for that weed, can still smoke weed, and the little idiots ran out and voted yes on everything. So this is a basic failure on my generation, your generation, because even though we can't stand the public schools, we're not doing anything to the city councils or the school boards to enforce any civics classes. We teach them very little when it comes to civics and everything about their feelings. So that is a remedy thing you can do in this state with the supermajority if they ever get off their duff and do anything. 
But a civics class in public schools needs to be taken real seriously considering some of the ramifications we're going to be looking at over the next three, four cycles. And I mean presidential and midterms involved. By 2830, this nation could look a whole lot different with the demographics. And the boomers are dying off faster than the, than the little ones are, are learning to vote. That's just a plain fact. What do you think? I think that for nearly 20 years, I've been telling people public schools are, get your kids out of public schools. I've been fighting this for seem, seemingly forever. Uh, but people don't get it. Oh, no, I can't do that. I have to go to work. Oh, no, I can't have that. I can't afford that. I, I, I need the school to babysit my kids while I'm gone. Yeah, no, they're not learning. They're not listening. Someone needs to enforce the civics part because whether you love or hate public schools, they're still here. They're going to be here for a while. So if we don't invest on that side, we're literally shooting ourselves in the foot by saying, well, schools are bad, but not doing anything in the process of trying to work with what we have on our plate. I'm not endorsing public schools as the greatest, but the civics class is where we are failing. Economic class would be great. I'm not going to too much. When I, was in junior, when I was in junior high school, and this goes back quite a few years. Quiet, Brian. I know what you're thinking. Uh, I remember uh, taking a government class and and literally not being taught the distinction between a privilege and a right, uh, not having, you know, I remember them talking, I remember this guy was teaching, uh, teaching us about Social Security and implied that it was, you know, constitutional, it was perfectly, perfectly legal. And that was back then. Yeah. So, you know, this this corruption has been going on for a long, long time. They're going to teach their brand of civics, not your brand of civics. The only way they'll yeah. teach your brand of civics is when you teach it to your kids or when you get your kids in a private school that teaches it the way you want or you homeschool. Tony, I got to run, buddy. My kids are grown. You have a good day. All right. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh Brian, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Gary. Hey, I, I called Monday uh, to say I was going to be working at the election on uh, yesterday yes. as, a, as a supervisor. And um, I, I can vouch for the people that are significantly uninformed about anything in life that's going on. Um, we had people with expired driver's license. We had people without a state driver's licenses. We had people that... Um, didn't know you had to go to a specific polling place because they thought you could go anywhere and vote. And you just run into these and you shake your head and then you say, well, half the people you know are below average to start with. And then, um, you know, they're not doing research or anything. So I, I guess why should we be surprised at any of the election results that we get? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, I don't unbelievable. know. It is, it is unbelievable. Brian, thank you. Appreciate thank you. It. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's see, uh, inundate his office, Terry says, uh, about, uh, uh, Trump, with emails at 45office.com to let him know how we feel. I just wrote him, and, uh, he would notice thousands of emails saying that he's lost our respect by dissing the governor and threatening him if he runs. That was low. And that 
sorry, not you, Gary, changed me into not so much of a fan. I suggested he could use his considerable focus to purge the party of rhinos. Ah, uh, huh. All right. Good idea. Uh, let me go to the phones and get Randy on the line. Randy, welcome. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, Gary. Good morning. Or maybe I should say condolences. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, I agree pretty much with what you've already said this morning. It's time for Trump to go. He's hurting more than helping. Um, I also agree with what one of the last callers said about the school systems. It's been a couple of generations now that a lot of the younger people are being just programmed to think more uh, leftist and to think that conservatives are not a good thing. Um, one thing I haven't heard mentioned that I think is kind of one of the root problems is that 80% of the regular media is controlled by Democrats or the left. And they are the ones that slant the stories. And unfortunately, most of the public are not thinking about politics every day. They just look at headlines that they see on the major networks and don't do anything different. And so they're naturally led to believe that, you know, the conservatives are not the best choice. I think the media is a big part of the problem. Gary, do you have that audio uh, about the that uh, guy doing the interviews we played during the breaks um, about conservatives and, and liberals? If, if you can, bring that up. Randy, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, we're going to take your phone calls. I'm going to see if I can get Brian to bring this audio up for you. Um, it's, it's really worth listening to. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is, uh, 1050, 1050. Uh, glad to have you with us. We've got this audio. Let me grab a couple of these phone calls because they've been hanging on for a while. And then we'll play this audio, um, about the, the, you know, what, what is a conservative, uh, and what the left thinks. And, and, and we'll do that right after these, uh, grab a couple of these. We'll take the oldest ones first. Joe, welcome. Not that you're old, it's just that you've been online long. Never mind. <laughs> welcome. Glad to much. have you with us. Thank you. I, I went on the record with my friends and family before the election. I prophesized a huge red wave. And I, I looked at the candidates, I looked at the media coverage, all the stuff I got in the mail. And I told everyone the Dems are not going to just be beat, they're going to be destroyed. And I was certainly wrong about that. Me too. Where were all your callers, all these prognosticators yesterday? Were all these Trump deniers that, uh, if you will, everyone throwing him off the side of the boat today, but they were all on his side yesterday. Well, it, term, oh, go ahead. I, uh, I thought, as you did, based on the economy and everything else, that the Republicans would, in fact, have a wave. Uh, and I thought they would take the House substantially. They would take at least a seat in the Senate. Yes. Then I, you know, after yesterday, uh, and I've been constantly attacked by Trump fans. Uh, every time I say Trump screwed the pooch about something, they get upset with me and start screaming at me and calling me up. And you're a never Trumper and I'm never listening and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but this morning I'd had enough. And I said what I think a lot of people were thinking, but didn't want to say out loud. 
And I think that encouraged them to come forward. I think they were always there. They just needed to know it was there was a safe space for them. If I could say just a quick word about you, uh, you were talking about Amendment 3. Yeah. We have to remember that the electorate has very little to say about the final addition of any measure that uh, we're asked to vote on. And they're all subject to compromise. In this case, medical uh, dispensaries versus, what, just plain folks or whatever. I believe you're completely correct if people looked at uh, Amendment 3 and they decided, do I want recreational marijuana or not? And a significant majority said yes. I imagine your libertarian position requires you to uh, oppose any kind of governmental control, and we could have quite a discussion about that, but as far as Amendment 3 goes, you're right. People want to smoke dope legally, and, and they voted that way. Well, if they had read through the whole thing, they would have found out how awful it is, that bill is, and is now enshrined in our Constitution. Great job to the gullible ones. Well, I understand your, I understand your position about that, but I'm saying if you vote, you don't like it, and you vote no, then you don't get to smoke dope. Well, somewhere down the road you do. You maybe, just but somewhere down the road maybe you could change the Constitution as well. Well, you can only hope. I think that would be much more difficult. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, for Joe. My call. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hey, Tom, how are you? Hi, Gary. How have you been? I'm doing pretty well. Okay, so I uh, did the TV commercials for Connie Leopard. I also did her social media. We had an incredible uh, social media campaign, the amount of hits we got using Google and Facebook. We obviously didn't have the budget to spend on television uh, that, uh, that Kip had, although I thought we did a good coverage on newscasts and things like that. My, my, and I thought it was a great election, and I've got no, I'm, com I'm disappointed but I don't have any gripes. But the only thing that I saw looking at returns, and I thought you might have a thought on this, I also supported uh, Shimon Jones. Now, Shimon had no money, and she ran a real tight campaign. But on the final calculations, her percentage and votes were almost identical to Connie's. And I just thought that was really strange that here we've spent quite a bit of money, but what we had to... Uh, you know, to support Connie and uh, promote her, and Shimon had nothing, and and it was like both were like fifty-seven to you know forty-three. I mean, it was just an unbelievable closeness. Even the votes were very, very much similar. I wonder if that says anything to you. I, I don't know um, what 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 was you know I, I know what you did but i don't know how the other candidate uh, was uh, promoting themselves did they did they do the same thing you were doing were they on the internet using google and are you talking about for Shimon. the commissioner Shimon. commissioner we well Shimon did some uh some stuff on uh, internet but certainly she didn't back it with much money i mean it was personal things and and spread but i don't think she spent any kind of huge huge budget on it at all i'm just i just am curious why we did all this work spent all this time and money and why the debt was almost identical that shimon in her race did almost the same almost exact vote as we did in county commissioners so i mean the only thing i can say is some people were just voting straight tickets. I don't know how to interpret that. Well, that might be what happened. I don't know. 
I wish I had an answer for you. I'll, I'll be, you know what I will do though. Uh, now that I'm kind of curious, I will do some. Uh, I'll do some homework and take a look. Yeah, but it's really strange. All right, Tom Baker, thank, thank you, you for being with us. Pleasure. All right, buddy, take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let me see where am I going next. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get to this audio. Josh, welcome. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. Yes. Um, first time caller, long time listener. Um, saw something at the polls yesterday that was concerning to me. Um, something I've never seen before. Uh, so I'm in Dallas County, which is just county north of Greene County, Springfield. Um, it's kind of a little no-name county, really. Nothing much goes on as far as uh, uh, elections and stuff. But um, person few people in front of me uh, checking in to vote yesterday morning. One of the poll workers um, I just was, this is why it was concerning, um, wouldn't accept their ID. Um, and to explain the situation a little bit, I know the person that was voting. Um, they vote regularly, not a, not a new person to voting, um, using their, their uh, you know, government-issued driver's license. And... Um, the poll worker wouldn't accept it as a single form of ID. Told them they had to go and also have their uh, voter registration card. Um, so I don't know. I, um, I don't. I don't understand that. That and concerned me. Now, fortunately, the um, person also had their voter registration card with them. Um, but that was not asked of anyone else that I saw come through. <clears throat> I, so, I, not being there in person uh, to see exactly what uh, uh, what transpired, I can't say for sure. Uh, sure. Did you talk to this, uh, since you knew this person, did you talk to them and ask them, uh, you know, what, what happened? I did. And what I did asked, they yep, and, and basically the answer was, don't know have voted before just with that same ID um, and have never been required before to show another form of ID um, was really puzzling <laughs> to say yeah. the least. I can't answer because I wasn't there and I don't know what questions were asked or what, you know, what made them suspicious. Uh, right. But if they have a problem with what happened, they should, you know, they should raise the issue with the Board of Elections. Sure. And fortunately, now this was a poll worker that I, I, I don't have time. Josh, I'm up against the clock, buddy. I appreciate the call, but the clock won't stop ticking. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.